This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, May 1st, 2021. This week in security news, on Tuesday, the Department of Homeland Security, FBI, and National Counterterrorism Center issued a joint intelligence bulletin to law enforcement agencies nationwide highlighting the threat of violence from domestic extremists to federal, state, and local elected officials across all political parties and political party representatives. According to the bulletin, through 2020 and into 2021, some domestic violent extremists have been motivated by perceptions of election fraud and perceived government infringement on their constitutional rights, as well as quote-unquote conspiracy theories surrounding the 2020 presidential election and the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. The intelligence community assesses that these motivations could continue to potentially drive attempts to target elected officials. To date, the FBI, DHS, and National Counterterrorism Center are unaware of any specific credible reporting of imminent threats to elected officials or any planned events. Regardless, federal, state, local, and tribal law enforcement officials and private sector security partners are urged to remain vigilant. What listeners might find particularly odd is that nowhere in this intelligence bulletin is the violence and threats of left-leaning organizations such as Antifa or Black Lives Matter covered anywhere. This despite more than six months of threats and destructive insurrectionist riots in 2020 and into the first few months of 2021. Just last week, following a call by Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler for the community's help at, quote, unmasking Antifa, someone purporting to represent the group responded with a new YouTube video publishing Wheeler's home address along with threats to kill the mayor. In related news, on Thursday of this week, the Department of Homeland Security issued a completely separate intelligence brief warning that violent extremists may seek to exploit the easing of COVID-19-related restrictions across the United States in order to conduct attacks against a broader range of targets. The brief explains that restrictions likely limited opportunities for lethal violent extremist attacks in 2020. In addition, the brief warns that messaging from foreign terrorist organizations continues to amplify narratives related to exploiting civil protests. Listeners are reminded that just two weeks ago, Alert USA subscribers were notified of new calls by an Al-Qaeda-linked organization for followers in the U.S. and Europe to infiltrate protests and civil unrest in order to carry out attacks, with a particular emphasis on targeting law enforcement. Also this week, during testimony before the House Appropriations Committee, Jill Sanborn, the Assistant Director for the FBI's National Security Branch, stated that Al-Qaeda, the Islamic State, and Iran's narco-terrorist proxy Hezbollah continue to represent a menace against America at home. Quoting Sanborn, The FBI remains concerned that foreign terrorist groups such as the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda intend to carry out or inspire large-scale attacks in the United States. Despite their loss of physical territory in Iraq and Syria, the Islamic State remains relentless in its campaign of violence against the United States and our partners, both here at home and overseas. According to Sanborn, jihadis pose, quote, the greatest, most immediate international terrorism threat to the United States. Sanborn adds that the FBI is most concerned about lone offender attacks, primarily shootings, as they have served as the dominant lethal mode for domestic violent extremist attacks. More deaths were caused by domestic violent extremists than international terrorists in recent years. Once again, Alert USA urges listeners to maintain a high level of situational awareness when out in public, particularly when in large events and religious gatherings. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, 
Johns Hopkins University reports more than 575,000 deaths in the U.S. attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. While case numbers, hospitalizations, and deaths continue to decrease in the U.S., elsewhere the picture is bleak. The Canadian province of Ontario is in the midst of its third shutdown due to an alarming surge in COVID-19 case numbers and hospitalizations. This week, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that he's working to formalize a request by Ontario Premier Doug Ford to suspend the arrival of international students in the province due to the potential for further entry of COVID-19 variants. In Latin America, Brazil continues to experience a disaster with the virus. On Thursday of this week, Brazil surpassed 400,000 deaths attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus, and this is at the tail end of the country's deadliest month of the pandemic yet. At this time, the only other country with more virus deaths is the United States. On Wednesday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified that the U.S. State Department was warning American citizens that access to medical care in India was severely limited due to a deadly surge in COVID-19 cases, and the CDC is urging U.S. citizens to depart the country as soon as possible. On Friday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were also notified that the White House had banned entry into the United States for any non-citizen or non-immigrant who has been in India within the last 14 days. That new restriction takes place on May the 4th. Additionally, the Transportation Security Administration has extended mask requirements for individuals across all U.S. transport networks, including at airports and on commercial aircraft, as well as on buses and trains through September 13th. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that the Department of Homeland Security has extended the restrictions on non-essential cross-border land travel with Canada and Mexico through May 21st. Additionally, the CDC still requires all air passengers entering the United States, including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. If you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. You can find more on these and other stories in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit the new ThreatJournal.com website and sign up today. A copy of this week's issue will be immediately emailed to you. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, simply visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, May 1st, 2021.